Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. To the three Greek gamers podcast. I'm your host Chris. With me, as always, is Jamie and Dennis. How are you two doing? Doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's raining. I feel like I'm having a great indoor day. Oh. Both playing video games and talking about video games. It's it's a perfect day for it. Um, yeah. Uh, Lucas is not here. Uh, unfortunately, he got caught at the border trying to smuggle in a bunch of contraband. NES games and they had to arrest him. So, you know, we're trying to collect the bail money, but it's it's not easy, as you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we start off with the um, well, free-ish games. Sometimes you have to pay for these in some way, shape, or form. But uh, yeah, the um, Epic kind of I don't know what's going on with them, but. They're they're being weird again. Uh, <laughs> they're giving some thing away for idle champions, which they've done before. And right. I don't know. I think I installed it and booted it up once, and it was like, this is boring. I don't really like this. It's an <laughs> idle clicker game, so it's not much to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. But they are giving away this game for free called wonder boy the dragon's trap and it looks it looks gorgeous i mean it's a good looking 2d game i don't know about the gameplay but uh that one's supposed to be good uh but yeah it's a sequel to that long-running series right isn't wonder boy like old sega uh old sega hmm. game probably yeah i think it is really yeah, I think it's like an Alex Kid type thing or something like that. Okay, that makes sense. And then uh, next week we get Shop Titans, which I don't know anything about what Shop Titans is, but it says oh it's God. the ultimate RPG shopkeeper simulation. Craft powerful equipment, stock your shop, and sell to aspiring heroes at a markup. Hire heroes and explore dungeons to gather valuable materials to craft with. There's never a dull moment in the world of Shop Titans. Hmm. 
and yeah. I wonder if I mean, it's it, kind of like Moonlighter. It sounds like that, but it looks like a free-to-play sh- piece of crap. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> the art, the art just looks like it, it just looks very much like it's a uh, free-to-play. It's, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> free-to-play yeah. mobile game. That's uh, what it looks mm-hmm. like. They have the ad before you watch a, a video that's like nothing like the gameplay, and then yeah. <laughs> um, but at least, at least they're giving away WW One World War One Tannenberg Eastern Front next week. So I can kind of vouch for this one. I've played it. It's not bad. It's yeah. uh, it's actually a really solid, like just straight up world war one shooter if you played verdun this is sort of like the sister does it take five minutes to reload your gun uh, maybe <laughs> it's like it doesn't it does not take, take five minutes <laughs> right i mean it definitely is slow paced but you know it's pretty much one hit kills so it is very satisfying if you can get into a streak and just like pop heads or pop people off one shot at a time i mean i yeah i think like yeah i'm willing to vouch for it so it's definitely uh worth trying if you it like shooters pretty cool like the the trailer at least looks looks good yeah and then there is a summer sale going on on steam where they've discounted quite a few games so there are coupons there's no coupons this time which kind of sucks Ooh. i wish that was a thing but yeah. Also sucks too because I see Spider-Man Remastered coming to PC next month, and they keep teasing it. I'm like, I want it now. I don't want to wait till next month. I keep telling myself I'm not going to replay that game, but I, honestly, I probably will. Pretty <laughs> good game. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for it to come to PC. So I'm curious how that's going to play and what that will be like. But that's not here now, so. Guess we gotta wait a little bit longer. Okay, uh, let's get on with the news. Uh, Red Dead Redemption and GTA 4 remasters were reportedly shelved to focus on GTA 6. Makes sense, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, obviously, I want Red Dead Redemption. Damn it! <laughs> I want. I just want the Undead Nightmare DLC. That's all. Just remaster that. That's that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a. Um, remaster of the first game red dead redemption and then like i guess they were gonna like just do some touch-ups on red dead redemption too and bundle that together and then yeah gta 4 i mean that would have just been gta 4 but um yeah a little disappointed that they didn't make this happen i would have liked that quite a bit so um but i get it at the same time too gta 5 made like it still makes a shit ton of money like it hasn't stopped but, uh, yeah, makes sense that they would focus on GTA 6, even though I would ra- I would not complain with, like, a Red Dead Redemption double package with both games remastered, so. And, you know, it's shelved, but it's not canceled, so who knows? They may, uh, they may work on it later or something like that, because... Yeah, I wonder if, like, the poor reception of the other GTA uh, remaster is maybe part of it as well mm, they they that. they farmed it out to some other studio and they didn't quite do that great a job from what i recall <laughs> yeah right well, that's what i i because i think they're working on these ones internally compared to yeah when they just like shipped them off to some other studio so yeah 
they're they're putting a little more care and attention to them. But yeah, we'll see. I I think it'll happen eventually. Um, I think you know once GTA Six is out. Plus, by that point, it'll be a good amount of time between Red Dead Redemption 2 and whenever GTA 6 comes out. So I think it would make more sense to put it out net later. Because Red Dead Redemption 2 just came out, like, a few years ago. So, yeah, I, That's only three years old, right? Yeah. So, you know, by the time yeah. GTA 6 comes out, you give it a little bit more time. And then, then you come out with it. I think it would land a bit better with people. GTA 4, I mean, you can remaster that and put that out, whatever, but... Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok gets a release date. Finally. So, everyone was asking, when's it coming? When's it coming? And then, they finally announced it's coming this... Or, no. When is it November coming something. Out? It's November <laughs> something. Uh, November 9th. There you go. Yeah, and it's coming to PS4 and PS5. No PC release. Slightly disappointed by that. Mm. That's okay, though. Yeah, well, I still have to catch up. I have to play the first one still. The first one's on PC now, so I kind of figured right. they were going to do the sequel uh, on PC, but no, no, no go. That's no, he still hasn't quite gotten to the simultaneous PC release yet, right? Like they've no. everything they put out has been a couple of years later. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is that, like God of War has been selling insanely well, both on Steam yeah. and on Epic. So, right. I figured they were gonna probably just put this out, but no. So, mm-hmm. little little disappointed, Sony. Little disappointed, but yeah. I mean, it's coming to PS4, which I do still own, so that's at least something. At least I don't have to, like, worry about getting a PS5 just so I can play it. Because that was something I was like, uh, if they keep if they make a PS5 only, that would suck, because I don't have one yet, so. I think this is going to be the last one of the games they're talking about making for PS4, though, right? Like, I think, I think after God of War, they're like, okay, we're going to focus on... Or maybe it was just they weren't going to do the, the upgrade for free. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine with the situation right now, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they were like, it's PS5 only, but... Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, November 9th. Get excited. Uh, the last God of War was really good, and I want to see that story continue. I also recalled them saying the second one was going to be the last for the story, too, so... Which I, I was like hoping they would do a trilogy, but I'll take I'll take it if they're gonna give them a new story after this. Yeah, or even just you know, oh, I was gonna say retire the character, but I d- doubt that would ever happen. What? No, never. No, they make too much Can't money. Get rid of dad? Yeah. <laughs> God of dad. Yeah, God of dad. You mean dad of war? Dad, dad of, of war. son? Yeah. <laughs> um. Bungie has officially joined the PlayStation family. So, congratulations, Bungie. Nice. Yep. It was made official. Just in case you thought maybe they might back out at the last possible minute. Nope. They they, they went through with it. Which is cool. Um, Yeah. Sony's been, uh, I think, hurting a little bit this generation. They had such a good leg up in the last generation. And then this one's kind of been a little bit lackluster for them. So... Good to see him get some wins like Bungie and all that. So, 
Good for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm still kind of iffy about just the general aggregation of all these game studios into the big giant, you know, corporation head mm. hands. It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, as long as they keep making decent games, I guess I'm okay with it. Get them to make a first person multiplayer Marvel game. There you go. Done. First person. <laughs> make money in the bank. They were going to make a first person adventures game at some point. And it looked halfway decent. So. Oh, yeah. I think I saw. There's some gameplay of that. Some footage of that. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they can do that. Maybe. Uh, Skate 4 is officially called Skate, and the studio has confirmed that the game will be free to play on PlayStation, oh. Xbox, and PC, and that it will have cross-play and cross-progression support. Part of this is, gets me excited, and then there's a big part of this that I'm like, man, I don't like that. And then <laughs> yeah, see, most people can guess the part that I don't like, and that's the free-to-play aspect of this. It's EA, and I don't trust EA with any free-to-play stuff, so... Mm -hmm. Something tells me this is going to be like a gouging situation. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, but you never know. I mean, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe EA will surprise us somehow. I'm trying to think. The last time EA surprised me, and it's been a while. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy this Calcesta shirt for your character. By the way, it's going to cost twenty five dollars. Like no. Because I can't think they can really do much with the core gameplay. Well, okay, lie. Maybe they could. I have a feeling they might like. They might do like some basic area where you can skate in, and then they might have other areas that you have to pay for. That would suck. God, yeah. Like I hope I, I mostly hope it's just like clothes, shoes. Yeah, shoes, clothes, shirt. maybe boards, things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can you can ride your your you can. Unlock Cal Kestis to ride on the skateboard. Actually, I don't know why I keep focusing on Cal Kestis, but I have a feeling that would be an easy one. Or unlock whatever character from Battlefield to play as. I don't know. You unlocked Yarny from that, that Unraveled game. Yep, there you go. Now he's a skater. That was always kind of one of the fun parts about those skating games when they were coming out was like, there was Spider-Man in one of those Tony Hawk games and stuff like that. Like, just weird little guest characters. Yeah. Spider-Man Wolverine was in one of them, I think. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, still a little iffy on this free-to-play thing. But hey, at least it's free-to-play. And uh, if you don't like it, you can always uninstall it and not pay a dime. So, there is that. Uh, a remake of the classic... Nintendo 64 game, GoldenEye 007 is still in limbo because of the Ukrainian war, so... That's mm. Even more reasons to not like the war, but uh, it's keeping us from seeing GoldenEye 007, which I want to... I would play that, sure. wonder how well it holds up in 2022. Is it... Is it, did it, like, is it was it supposed to be a straight port, or was it going to be a, a full remake? Because... They said it was a remake, so I would imagine top to bottom they would be yeah. redoing it. That game, that game would need a lot of love because uh, those old controls, I'm sure they feel good from back in, you know, 1997 or whatever it was, but uh, probably not so much in 2022. No. 
Plus, like, do you still have stuff like the Golden Gun or that guy that was, like, really short, so it was always hard to aim at him? What was the guy's name? I don't know. It was, like, it's like from, it was the guy from Odd uh, Job. That was it. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. a hat. Yep. Yeah. And it would always it would always piss people off if you played as Odd Job because they would try to shoot at you, but because you were, like, shorter than anybody else, like, it was very easy for them to miss you. So Because the aiming in that game was uh, not as good. as they, Like, it, you couldn't, like, move and aim as easily as you can nowadays. You had to, like, stop and, like then you could aim with the R button or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, good times before dual analog. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine they would switch it to more modern controls, you would think. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be step one. Make this not feel like crap. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta 3 conjures more mayhem on Nintendo Switch on October 28th. About goddamn Yay. time. Yeah. About goddamn time. I, I saw they, they have a mode to remove the naked chicks from it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, tur I'm, I'm turning that off. I know. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, if you want to play this with your kid, uh, we can we can cut out the naked chicks. We can just no. be in there. <laughs> no, it's part of the experience. I want it. If, if I'm going to play Bayonetta, I yeah. need the full ridiculous hair witch, uh, you know. <laughs> Kids can experience. go play Fortnite. Dad's playing. Exactly. The real games yeah <laughs> but yeah october 28th that's cool it's kind of like halloweeny too so i don't know maybe there's some spooky demons and stuff you know lines up checks out and uh i think the are the first two up on nintendo switch already are they coming i can't remember but... yeah they're they're both they had a bayonetta collection or whatever that came out on switch where they re-released mm. both of them nice so you can get ready for the yeah. new one Yep. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment is officially ending new content development for its MOBA Heroes of the Storm. Pour they one out. They had done this already. Oh no, I didn't hear about this. Really? Oh, I like that game, but I, I guess I thought that they had done this like a couple of years ago, where they said they just weren't going to make anything. But maybe they never announced it. They just stopped making things for it. I think that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. I think it was like on Life Support of you a few years ago, and. And I remember they, just, they pulled it. They pulled it from like all like uh, like competitions or something like that. They're like, no. Oh, that was it. That's right. They removed yeah. all of the esports sort of yeah related to it. Yeah, which was like a weird thing for a game that seemed very esports centric. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. To be fair, though, like MOBAs were the big hot craze back when this came out. And yeah, now it's all battle royale. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um. I played Heroes of the Storm a few times. I liked it for what it was, but yeah, I could also see that like I don't, I couldn't see it really being most people's main game that they play. So yeah, um, but yeah, right now it's uh, being sent into what they call permanent maintenance mode, which just means like they're gonna keep it going, but there's no new content or no new features or anything like that coming. So. You'll still be able to play it. It's just, yeah, don't expect them to do much with it at this point. So, yeah. When did it come out originally? I'm trying to remember. God, it, it would have had to have been like 2015 or something like that, right? Yeah, that's what I want to say. Um, the 
Initial release, yeah, June June second, twenty fifteen. So and every like a mm -hmm. steel trap. That, <laughs> that is crazy. The game's like seven years old. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Some games, like I know um, people still play uh, what's it called uh, Overwatch stuff. Even though I don't play that game nearly as much as I used to, but like yeah, people still play these games. It's just yeah, mm -hmm. I imagine for. Blizzard at a certain point you can't really keep hiring people to work on stuff like this. So right. Yeah. I get it. Pour one out for Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Uh there was a couple eighties <laughs> movies that got video games announced this past couple of weeks. <laughs> uh there's a currently untitled open world Terminator survival game. Uh, that's being developed by Nacon, and it'll take place between the series Judgment Day and the formation of John Connor's Resistance. So, it'll be after the nukes drop, but before John Connor becomes a thing. So, I'm guessing that means it'll be like post apocalyptic, apocalyptic, and then you're going to be like basically trying to survive. Avoiding the Terminators. Terminators, yeah. It's got to be it. I think it sounds kind of neat. Um, I, I've been meaning to play the Terminator game that came out, uh, that first-person shooter one that came out, because I, it looked good, and uh, I just had never got around to it. But yeah, this sounds like it might be good as well. Is there... What, what's the last one that came out? It's like Terminator Resistance, I think, is what it was called. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, it was supposed to be like decent. Like It looked like actually pretty, pretty solid, uh, but I've never gotten around to playing it. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, well, more Terminator. Uh, I don't know about the survival thing, but I know, like, yeah. there's Alien, uh, the Alien game that came out, like, almost a decade ago at this point, but the one where it was, like, a first-person game. Isolation? Yeah, could be like that. <laughs> That's me. You mean the horror game, or? Yeah. The, oh, okay, yeah, Alien yeah. Isolation, that one? Yeah, like, that one's, like, a survival game, so. When they say mm. that this is a survival game, I don't know why. The first thing I think of is isolation. So, really, I because I can't tell if they mean like survival, like arc survival kind of game. Because oh. when they say open world survival, that's what I think. Like you go fucking, you know, open cutting base. down trees and shit. Yeah, right. I was thinking it was that kind of game. Mm. That's what I thought too. But uh, I'd be. I'd be more into it if it was a survival horror game, but right. uh, yeah, right. survival Same. survival game. It could be okay, like if if there's enough cool crafting stuff to do. If you if you're in the future and you can craft a bunch of laser weapons, you know maybe it'll be good. Yeah, like in my mind, it's like you've got Terminators going around the place. You got the ones that like the the flying drone ones. You've got the ones that look like skeletons and stuff. And like mm -hmm. maybe you just gotta fucking hide. Like it's open world, but maybe you don't. Like, you gotta be careful about when you pop out and, like, go do shit, because... Actually, not... now the more I think about it, if, if it's multiplayer survival, too, like, you can, like, have, like, oh, it's a human base here, and then you gotta, like, build up, you know, your your forces so that you can repel the Terminator attacks or something. It could be good. Could be yeah. Good. So, I don't know. That was the first... The, but now I'm imagining you, like, collecting rocks and building, like, a little fort. <laughs> Trying to hide from the Terminators. Oh man, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but either way, I'm I'm down for more Terminator stuff. Can't be any worse than the movies, right? <laughs> okay. Um, 
Uh, we also got RoboCop Rogue City announced. It's a first-person shooter. Mm. You play as RoboCop. You shoot and kill baddies. What else do you need? I think this sounds pretty amazing. I'm stoked for this, to be honest. Uh, and this is this game actually is made by the people that made that Terminator uh, Resistance game, which, like I said, was actually pretty pretty oh, good. Oh, even better. Yeah. Let's let's get this going. Guys. <clears throat> I need someone to be able to get covered in acid, and then I can hit them with my car, and they splat into a paste. That's what I want in this game. If that happens, I'll be I'll be happy. <laughs> I just want like you to be able to like speak into like a microphone that you have hooked up to like your computer or whatever, and then you can like talk to the to the criminals. That'd be cool. The name's Murphy. <laughs> Put the weapon down. I'm fucking you up. <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> that would be cool. I want to make my own RoboCop one-liners. Is basically what I'm saying. So, whatever they got to do to make this happen, make it happen. Let's go, guys. Let's let's get this going. Uh, but yeah, they put out a trailer and it looks pretty fucking cool. Not gonna lie. Okay. Um. Let's see. What else is there? Evil Dead the game. Oh yeah, they got Army the new of DLC. Yeah. yeah. New DLC for that. It's free, from what I can gather. I don't know. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's free. And yeah. <laughs> Basically, it looks like uh, you there's a new uh, map set uh, in the Army of Darkness castle and some new content around that. So. Okay. Yeah. Army of Darkness. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's pretty much it for news this week. But that's not everything for this podcast. We've also been playing some games, of course. Um, I'll start us off because I have been playing Cuphead and the Delicious Last Course. <laughs> and, yeah, there's been some casualties. And by casualties, I mean I nearly threw my controller at the wall. <laughs> Fuck this no. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, are you are you playing through the original content as well, or is it just the the new stuff that's on there? So I've played through the original game, uh, yeah. which I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, so I didn't have to do that. Although, uh, if you are playing through the last chorus, uh, pretty much after the game starts, because I lost my save file somehow. So, oh, I think it was because I was playing on a different console. Is what it is, but. Um. Yeah, the when I was playing it on the Switch, I had to essentially play it uh, from scratch. But the nice thing is, is that like there's like a dude that pops up and he's like, "You want to go to this other island?" And you're like, "All right, fine, let's go, let's." That's, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. So like, it doesn't happen at the end of the game, and hat like, mm. I think after the first island, the guy pops up and like basically says to you like, "Hey, let's go," and. It's more or less just like on papers in a very simple matter of fact description of it. It's basically just more bosses, but I don't know what they did with the animation in this, but it is way more gorgeous than the animation for any of the other cuphead bosses and courses and all that other stuff. They said that they use like four times as many frames or something ridiculous it, like that. Th that makes sense. That's what I was kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the science on this, but 
it looks freaking gorgeous. Um, nice. Yeah. And uh, looks fantastic. And there was, like, a lot of these bosses are just, like, insanely, like, detailed. And, like, they, like, kind of bob and weave throughout the, the map. And there's a lot of really cool stuff with that. So I really uh, like that. And, uh, yeah, they are insanely tough. And there was times where I was like, I really hate this, and I don't like this, and I'm really mad at this. Um, some of the bosses are a little easier than others, um, but some of them are, are really insanely tough. Um, there's one boss in particular. Uh, was it the Mortimer Freeze? That I just, like, I, uh, I got really mad about. Um... But so, a lot of these bosses, too, have, like, different stages and get bigger and have different mechanics. And the game really does kind of throw, like, quite a few curveballs at you. And it really does get tough. Um, also, too, they added in a new playable character. So you can play as um, the girl, the gauntlet girl. Uh, I think her, it's, her name's, like, Chalice Girl or something like that. Chalice something, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. On paper, it sounds like she would be easier to play as because she's got a lot of moves that would make things a lot easier, at least on paper. No, not really. The game's still tough. So don't fall for it if you think Chalice Girl is going to be easier than the others. No, not really. So. Um, I, I picked up the uh, I picked that up again recently just for no reason because I had never finished it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, that game is still very hard. Yes. <laughs> And, like, yeah, some of the bosses in this are, like, just, like, I went to bed one night. And I had, I was, could not go to sleep because I kept thinking about how much I fucking hated one boss. <laughs> I was like, fucking boss, I can't sleep because I hate you too much. Anyways. Um, yeah, so Cuphead, uh, the last course. It It is, here's what I'll say. If you enjoy Cuphead and you've got, like, a brain aneurysm that's causing you to like this game then this is more of that it's not it's definitely not easy uh there's a lot of times you're gonna be like really hate yourself but if you do like cuphead and you can like appreciate the stuff they've added there are some new weapons and stuff they've added too so that's nice too uh if you can enjoy these things i think it's it's fun uh and it's really cheap too like I mean, there's the base game. If you haven't bought that, you have to buy that, obviously. But, like, the last course on top of that is, like, only, like, $3 or something like that. Like, it's it's super cheap. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to play Cophead, you might as well play the last course as well. Because uh, as a package as a whole, it's great. It's just, yeah. Don't go in expecting this to be an easy game. Because it's not. It's quite difficult. And uh, Chef Salt Baker, I hate you. Uh, I never want to encounter you again in my life. Ever again. Um, yeah. Uh, on some other games. I've been playing through the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy on the deck. I played it on PS4, but I don't know. I got it super cheap on uh, Steam, and I've been playing it on the deck. And it's just fun to play. Uh, playing it on the deck, like, it looks gorgeous. Like, I, could, I was able to ramp up the graphics on it so it looks better than it did on the PS4. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just a whole lot of fun to play. Also a game that gets really tough at times, especially the first Crash Bandicoot. There's even parts of two and three that are tough as well. Um, yeah. 
also reinstalled Monster Hunter World on my deck because I was like, I'm craving a good Monster Hunter game, and I think World is probably my favorite of the Monster Hunter games. So, reinstalled that, was playing through that. It plays really well on the Steam Deck, by the way. Uh, plays really well. Was having fun playing that. Uh, also playing some more Forza Horizon 5. It's Forza Horizon 5. I don't, like, I've been talking about it enough. The thing that pisses me off, though, is that somehow it deleted my save data, so I have to start from scratch. Oh. So, thanks for that, Steam. I think it might have been a user error, because I... It asked me that... It said there was, like, some conflict between my save states in the cloud, and asked me which one I wanted to upload, and I'm pretty sure I chose the wrong one. So, I don't know. Maybe it's my fault, but... Uh, and the game I've been playing a ton of that I didn't expect to, because I did beat it but i just keep going back and play more of it as teenage mutant turtle shredders revenge might be one of my favorite games of the year um yeah nice. uh, yeah it's like i play as casey jones i've been going through and trying to get all the secrets and getting 100 percent and all that stuff it's just such a fun game and it looks have, gorgeous have, too have you had a chance to play multiplayer yet uh yeah, I was playing some multiplayer actually. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I played I played like with six people for the first time, and it was just like a super fest. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah. but it was a lot of fun just because every five seconds it's like someone shooting off their super, and then someone else piggybacking off of it and getting theirs out. It was pretty cool. Well, plus you when you like unlock some of the other supers, like some of those get really yeah. insanely good. Like yeah. I don't know, there was there was part of that as well. Yeah, very cool. Love that game. Can't wait for the uh the Cowbunga collection to come out because now I want to go back and play some of those older ones. So here's a funny story about that. I thought that this game was that. That's uh, why I got it. I didn't re realize that it was actually the new original game. So I'd already bought it and I was like, so why is there only one game here? Why is it not? <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. I'm also not mad that I got it because it's so much fun. So Happy accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I was like, this doesn't have all the games I was looking for, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely am going to be getting the Calbunker collection now. Like, I was going to get it anyways, but now I'm like, yeah, I'm even more excited. And then, like, even though it's a 2D game, it's gorgeous and flows very well. It's kind of like Cuphead in that regard where it's, like, it's 2D, but they obviously are using the technology to make it, like, flow and play as smoothly as possible. So, yeah, there's that as well. Uh, and then I've been playing with this uh, tool called Emo Deck on my Steam Deck, and uh, it's basically, like, probably the best way to emulate games on uh, your your Steam Deck. I'm playing a ton of GameCube games, Metro Prime, Mario Kart, Double Dash. Oh, I'm having so much fun with it. So, if you're if you're wanting to emulate games on your Steam Deck, check out Emo Deck. It's easy to set up. Works well. I also realized I forgot to give Cuphead in the last Delicious Last Course a score. I'd give it uh, 9 out of 10. It is quite good. Even though it hates me and I hate it. It's still pretty good. Okay. Jamie, why don't you go next? What have you been playing? Alright, so I haven't really been playing a ton of new stuff. Uh, I, I went back and finished Elden Ring finally. Uh, the Elden Ring has been conquered. I am the Elden Lord. Nice. Uh yeah, so that was cool. Uh, and then I went and and actually took the extra step to platinum it. Uh, so I beat it, Ooh. and then I 
I did. I got all the legendary items, and I beat all the bosses that had trophies associated with them, and and yeah. So it is done. It is done. Wow. I will not play it again for a bit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, Elden Ring. I can't get over how good that game is. It took me about ninety hours to get through like everything, and uh, and and kind of it to bed so uh well worth the money spent uh on that game to, to get all that gameplay out of it um and yeah i hope maybe, maybe they'll put some dlc out that'd be great because uh, i would like to go back to it at some point but uh for now it is going to take a break and uh i'll play some other games finally um so yeah the one of the games that i did play uh was since i got the playstation plus uh essential whatever subscription now i was able to play guardians of the galaxy on my mm. playstation 5 so i started that uh and actually it is very good i think kurt you said you played through it on, yeah. on pc yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it, i've it, also played through it. it's great nice yeah, like the story was really good, uh, mm -hmm. and and I was pretty impressed with the writing on it and the fact that they do a pretty decent job of making you actually care about the characters and 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 you know build the team from being kind of like in a place where they're not necessarily working together. And by the end of the game, uh, which I'm pretty close to beating it now, uh, you are a well-oiled machine of, of teamwork and and uh, quippy one-liners so it is it is it's it's fun the gameplay isn't too terribly complicated but it's kind of neat that uh, you can you can use all these little team-up attacks and kind of uh, plan out your battles to like prey on some of the weaknesses of the enemies uh, by using the attacks in certain ways so you know holding all the enemies down with Groot and then mm -hmm. using a giant grenade with rocket it's very satisfying to, to do that sort of thing so yeah I, I really like it and I think they did a great job of making it both uh, feel similar to the Marvel version uh, or the MCU version of, of those characters but also different enough to make it like kind mm -hmm. of its own thing so yeah, yeah. Like, have you um, unlocked a lot of the different outfits and stuff I've got a bunch of them like I know they had some from like Age of the Apocalypse in there I got yeah. the mm -hmm. like the original movie ones uh, but yeah there's like some goofy ones with like the Nova Corps that look kind of weird but yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's cool there's like a nice variety of, of costumes in there I feel like I'm gonna have to play through it again to get like all the stuff for for the um, the collectibles and things because I kind of like went through it and like I was like I gotta be missing stuff so now that I have the the you know the levels pretty much figured out. Uh, once I beat, I'll probably do New Game Plus and, and go through and platinum that thing too. Um, so. Nice. Yeah, good. Good game though. I think I'll give it a uh, eight out of ten. Um, definitely enjoying it, and I should be able to finish it up hopefully in the next couple days. Uh, the last thing that I've been playing is another one that was on the PlayStation Collection. Uh, for for their PlayStation Plus stuff, it's called Sundered. Um, it is a 2D Metroidvania game that is is uh, pretty good. Um, the animation in it is very uh, very well done, uh, but like it's 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 very much like a a Metroidvania. If you played one of those, uh, you played this one as well. Uh, it's not. Mm. I don't think it does anything in it that is particularly um unique and differentiates it enough from from other metroidvanias to kind of like make it say like you have to go play this one but it is well done um so the one thing that is kind of interesting is that they have the map set up in a way where there's like there's 
definite things like where there's always doors in some places but the doors in between them kind of change so like like the path to get to that door might be slightly different every time so you'll get like a giant square on the map when you first start and you can tell like oh here's the general outline of where the rooms will be and then like the stuff that's in between you know this door and this door might be slightly different like there might be different rooms uh, but they kind of build it with like the same templates of rooms so you'll see a lot of the same rooms as you're going through um and then there, there's like some more like milestone type rooms where like they're always going to look the exact same no matter what mm. um but yeah it's kind of it's been good so far like the 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 unlockable things that you get to progress further is like double jumps and uh you get like a a gun that you can shoot through walls to hit switches and stuff like that um and then the progression actually uh as you're going through you you have like a a skill tree that looks very similar to a dumbed down version of like path of the exile where it's just like a bunch of uh paths splitting off and uh you know you have to you have to put like a million points into anything to get to like something further down in the, in the path um so i mean they're definitely wanting you to, to grind it out and play a bunch of this game it seems like to, to look at all the abilities and, and upgrades uh it, it's 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 good it's decent like there's i think there's like three bosses in an area and there's three areas and you can play them in kind of any order um or maybe you can play the bosses inside the area in any order or something like that because i think you can't get past certain uh certain places without having certain abilities so it's it's tough to say that you could play it in any order but yeah it's it's definitely meant to be able to pre be pretty open in in the way you approach the game uh but yeah it's solid metroidvania nothing particularly uh exceptional about it so i think i'd give it a seven out of ten uh definitely decent and uh yeah i don't know i'm just gonna keep picking through a lot of these games that are on uh playstation uh plus i know i think one of the ones uh that i i'm looking at next to play is actually one of the ones that dennis might have played uh in his in his game so that's what i've been playing nice Speaking of Dennis, what are you been playing? Uh, I I've been sort of getting that Souls-like itch, but I still didn't buy Elden Ring yet because honestly, I'm kind of intimidated, uh, both by the scale and the difficulty. So I'm I'm kind of holding off on that game for now. I don't know, maybe I'll never play it. But I did play through Surge Two, which is sort of like a Souls-like. It's uh set in sort of this like um well post i would say calamity apocalyptic event kind of thing in the future so if you played surge the first game it's i would say it's almost the same game in terms of gameplay so surge 2 what was it came out 2019 it's it's um, like I mentioned, it's very much like a Souls-like. It's a um, third-person action RPG, except the one really cool mechanic and sort of its own twist is it has a limb-cutting mechanic where you can sort of target not just an enemy, but like an enemy's body part as you fight it. And there's some strategy in that because by cutting off their limbs, you get a, a chance 
or actually, I think it might be actually a hundred percent chance. If you cut off their limb, you can get a schematic of that armor part that that enemy has, so you can craft that armor. Or if they're holding a weapon with an arm, for example, you can cut off that arm, and you would get that weapon if you don't own it already. So that's sort of how you gain new, um, you know, equipment. Uh, besides sometimes just finding it in the world or story progressions or something like that. Um, but the other thing is sometimes you'll come across enemies where certain body parts are unarmored. So then if you're like, oh, this enemy is sort of like a pain in the ass to kill, or I've already have all the armor parts that I care to get from him, then you can just aim for the uh, unarmored parts and that'll clearly do way more damage and you can take them out much quicker. So yeah, actually, I think this sort of mechanic is my favorite thing about the Surge 2 um, and the Surge and... It works really well because sometimes you're not even fighting sort of like humanoid enemies. You're fighting robots and stuff and they'll have like limbs and stuff that you could target as well. And doing so will, you know, deal some extra damage. Sometimes you might get an extra weapon here and there and things like that. So yeah, either way, I think like it's the best thing about this game. I really like it. Um, it has a really great like gameplay loop. It's super addicting. It has... The typical soul style world building where everything sort of loops back together or is connected in some way um and you know if you pay somewhat enough attention you'll find those they're pretty easy to spot and i also thought the game was like super well balanced it is a little more linear than souls in the sense that it, there is like explicit quests i would say Whereas, I mean, like, in Dark Souls, you just talk to NPCs, and there's no real, like, HUD to track your quests or anything. Um, in this, there is. There's sort of a quest log that you can sort of refer back to, and it's pretty vague, too. But it'll just say, like, oh, you should probably go to this area to do this thing. Um, so if you follow that, um, the game can be pretty linear. Um, but I think the game is balanced around that. So as you go from place to place... Um, you can pick up little side quests that are in the area or in nearby areas. Uh, and if you, from what I played, I did most of those things, if not all of them. And I found that the game difficulty ramp up was like really well balanced. Mm. Um, so I, I was pretty impressed with that because I hated that in Surge 1 because I played through it and near the end I kind of got tired and then didn't really want to finish it and i got to the final boss and for the life of me i just could not beat that final boss because it had just like insane three life bars and phases and stuff like i just could not beat it with my current setup so uh, i would have had to grind it um to maybe level up and get you know upgrades in order to defeat it so i i quit that game right at the final boss whereas this game i felt like everything was sort of really smooth and it's probably because i played through the side quests but I just noticed that uh, as a contrast to the first game. Yeah, the uh, the world building is really great. Um, the story sort of forgettable. It really doesn't matter. Like the quests I mentioned, you'll meet some interesting characters here and there. Um, but as a whole, the game story follows the first game, which is sort of these like nanoparticle explosion thing happens. And then in the second game, you're down on the ground in the city instead of um, I forgot where the heck the first game was set in, but you're in a city uh, who you're a dude who survived some sort of plane crash, and there's this girl on the plane that, for some reason, 
you know is sort of special and you kind of end up needing to look for her because she might be related to this sort of like uh nanotechnology stuff that's been happening and it's basically mutating people and it's changing robots and giving them sort of sentience almost um but yeah that's pretty that's pretty much like how what the game is about it's like i said the game loop is super addicting i thought it was really fun to play through um and so yeah i think it's it's a solid game i'm gonna give it like a seven and a half out of ten i uh totally enjoyed it it's not like the best game ever but i think if you're a fan of like the franchise or just really any souls like this is definitely worth playing through nice nice yeah and then on sort of on the sort of opposite and i played through a game on the steam deck called a short hike uh also i think came out the same year like 2019 or something but this one is a super casual game it's very cute it's very charming you play as like a bird animal human like humanized bird um and you are on this island which is sort of like a national park with your aunt who's the ranger uh and you need to get a phone call and she tells you like well silly you're in a national park you can't get any signal here to receive a phone call you're gonna have to hike up to the highest point of this park to get signal so uh you can take that phone call and that's really like the goal of the game which is why it's called a short hike um the soundtrack is really good it's super like uh, simple and it fits well with the art style which is this low well i wouldn't say it's it's a low pixel count it's not low poly per se and you can kind of tweak it in the settings too but it's by default it's like a low pixel count um sort of blurry looking uh colorful pastel sort of colored um art style where all the characters you meet very much like animal crossing are just different animals um including yourself like i said you're a bird and you can run around and walk around and you can glide and you can climb and in order to get to the top you have to collect these things called i think they're like golden feathers or something but they're basically like your stamina and as you collect them you can climb longer you can uh do double or triple jumps and stuff like based on how many of these feathers you got and you meet these fun little cute characters along the way that show you the other interesting things you can do in this game like uh, you can go fishing you can play like this thing that made up like stick tennis it's tennis but they use a stick to play it with like a beach ball um you can like glide around and then you can also end up like driving a motorboat around the island but it's it's just such a really relaxing chill charming game um and the characters are very fun i think it's like a really good game for like kids but even i enjoyed it like i thought it was like just so adorable and just so relaxing to play through um that you know it was uh it was really enjoyable it's a super short game i think you can probably finish it in an hour or two um and yeah i mean I'm, if you if you ended up buying probably one of the itch.io bundles at some point it might be in there because that's where i played it from um so yeah a short hike is nine and a half out of ten for me i i really like this it's just a nice well-packaged little um relaxing casual game 
And finally, I played through the DLC of the Outer Wilds, and I, I've talked about this game before, and I didn't really go into details, and I'm not going to today, because it's a game, if you go in blind, it's way more interesting. Um, but I played through the DLC, which uh, it is sort of integrated to the main game in the sense that you can start the DLC at any time. It's sort of more of a different location. And just to recap, I will give a little bit of information on what the game is like and it is basically a space exploration game uh, at its core and all you do is you kind of visit places planets what space stations what have you and you learn about sort of this little solar system and the other inhabitants in it who were in it and maybe who are in it or you know but um the echo of the eye is sort of uh it's sort of the same thing but it's different in the sense that it only adds one additional um place i guess in the solar system and it's not a planet um and that's why how that's how they sort of integrated into the base game because if you like if you did what i did which is play through the base game um it would you would not know that this thing existed because you know it obviously wasn't in the game yet but at some point um once you buy this DLC, you'll notice that it'll sort of tell you because you always start in this museum in the game, which kind of gives you a rough like overview of like things in this universe slash solar system. And that's how you start the DLC, as you'll notice there's a new exhibit and it tells you about this distant satellite that is like taking pictures at the solar system as it flies away, sort of like the Voyager. Um, and then if you look at the pictures, you'll notice something weird. Um, so that's sort of how they get you into it. But without giving away too much, basically, it's a pretty large new area. It's it's really interesting in itself because um, it's something that both exists in the real world in the sense that you fly to there in your spaceship in the solar system. So... I guess I can say that it is a space station, sort of, um, but it is cloaked uh, until you find it. And then the really cool thing is once you start playing through it, going through this PlayStation or not place, uh, this sta space station, you sort of are able to visit another world, which um, which has sort of. A different gameplay style it almost like switches genres on you uh so it goes from like a super mostly relaxing uh exploration game to almost of a stealth game so that's all i'm gonna say um it's not scary but it, it could be i guess um but it is just super interesting and i i again super highly recommend this game if you haven't tried it go into it blind um this game is probably like one of my top games ever like it's up there with a witcher for me personally so this is like nine and a half out of ten or ten out of ten i don't know i don't like giving ten out of tens because there's nothing that's really perfect but it's it's the closest game to almost like a ten out of ten in my opinion um so highly highly recommend it's the outer wilds get the dlc um throw some money at the devs i think they did a great job so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I've been really playing. I've been dabbling in some other little things like 
I started GTA 5, so I'll talk about that a little bit more next time. But Ooh, I mean, it's an old game, game, so. Are you playing? That yeah, on I've been PC? enjoying it. I'm playing it on the PC. Yep, but I'm playing with a controller. Okay. Um, having a great time. I gotta say, these characters are hilarious. I love the dialogue so far. It's just, yeah. it's so funny. Um, and then I think I finally got to the part where I started playing as Trevor, and this guy just like freaks me the hell out because he is just so crazy. Yeah, he's um, but yeah, started playing that. I started playing like a weird ass like um, detective game that is with real actors with real filmed videos um, called the Shape Shifting Detective. So I'll talk a little bit about that next time. I think right. uh, once I finish it. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. And, uh, yeah, Lucas is not here, so, you know, who knows what he's been playing, so. Yelling about Sonic. Yeah, probably, yeah. Still, still. <laughs> he's probably playing some game from the 90s all over again, you know. That's, that's, that's his deal. Um, yeah, well, I don't even know what's coming out in the next little while, but I'm sure we'll have something to talk about. I'm just excited to replay Spider-Man on PC. Even though I've played through it, I'm I'm ready to replay it. As stupid as that sounds. Nice. All right. Uh, well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.